Hello there, ladies and gents. Welcome to Smooth Tunes, radio station number 90. And we're going to play a song for you now called Back That Thing Up by the Air Traffic Controllers. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We really need to make it up. I like back that thing up by the air traffic controllers. <laughs> yeah. I was like. We really need to make it a habit of trying to not break character, though. Because I know we could I know we could do better. But, yeah. Okay. But sometimes Sing laughing the song. is just funny. Sing the song. Air traffic control. So the song starts with them singing the name of their band. That's the lyric. We are the air traffic controllers. And it just so happens to be the same guy who owns a radio station. <laughs> Uh, back that thing up You better back that thing up And yes, if you don't back that thing up Then we will be sad Girl, you're so beautiful The way that you back that thing up We are the air traffic controllers That's really good You're Please. not going to give me background vocals? Back that thing up Back that thing up <laughs> <laughs> really good work today, buddy. I sound like sarcasm. Not sure. It was really good. It was uh, really great work. Little, that one little. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It was really great. The best thing we've ever. No, done. your song was actually well. It was horrible, but it was great because <laughs> it was so stupid. Yeah, it's like I was like, I don't even know what instrument this is on, but we're just like, I love YouTube poops. Like I was laughing out loud listening to one yesterday. Like, oh, I was like, oh, this is awful. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's so bad. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Back that thing up. You're so beautiful that you should back that thing up. And if you don't back that thing up, we'll be sad. (laughs) I was like, I can't both play a terrible thing on this and come up with words and a voice. Um, But that's me making excuses. No, no, you you put, that was very uh, effortful. Anyway. Effortful. (laughs) Is that a word? I, I can see why it was. That is a good word to represent what it was. It was very effortful. I don't think that's a word. Yeah. But there's a, there's a word that means effortful, but my brain's not quite ready yet. It's, <clears throat> when did you get up? An hour ago. No. That's when I picked you now. up. When did, when, when did you get up? Like 9.15. Oh. That sucks. Although, actually, that's when I got up. I got up at 9 also. Well, that sucks. <laughs> I don't no, know because it but... sucks for you, not sucks for me. When did you go to bed? I feel like that was late. Uh, like two. Yeah, it was late. Something like that. I I got to bed at like I think it was midnight. So I I got no, it was less. It was after that. But whatever. <clears throat> so yesterday I have a topic. Uh, yesterday I <clears throat> got a wild hair, and I was like, man, the Royals are really good this year. I want to watch sports, and so I wanted to like get a streaming service so I could watch baseball if I was ever bored at my house. And so I looked into ways you could do it, and I found that ESPN Plus has the games, whatever. And I saw something about blackout, you know, regions or whatever, and I didn't pay any attention to that. And so I bought a subscription ESPN Plus, and then I went to go watch the Royals game because it was on. I was like, I just want to play it in the background while I'm doing my other stuff or whatever. And it said, this isn't playing in your region because of blackout, whatever. And I was like, but it's a ho- but it's a home game. Why isn't it playing here? And then I looked up what blackout regions were, and it was basically like, Oh, well, because more money, you can't watch it. More money? They want they want you to spend money on the regional game playing 
like platforms or whatever. So, but I, I'm a smart boy. And I said, well, how would it know that if I VPN? I was going to get there. You ruined my, I'm sorry. I thought you were asking me a question. I wasn't listening. I need to pay attention and listen. I'm sad now because you ruined it. So the story ends with, I figured out that it only determines that with your IP address. And so I was like, I'll just buy a VPN. So I bought a VPN or the Nord VPN or whatever. I subscribed to them so I could just just get on different VPNs. Uh-huh. And I spent like 150 bucks yesterday <laughs> so I could watch one Royals game. <laughs> I was and like, you go, suckers. Yeah, I really screwed them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now I have Nord VPN for like two years. Cool. <laughs> two years yeah. for that one game. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to watch a game today. Now I have NordVPN for two years. <laughs> what happened? I was one of those things. For $150 where, a month. Uh, it was one of those things that. where once I watched the game, I was like, this is so worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't believe that I did that. It was one of those. That escalated quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bought a streaming service and then a, the VPN subscription yeah. or whatever. I had ESPN Plus for a little bit because I had Disney Plus. I don't know if I still have it. And then I remember I I wanted to get Hulu for something. It was for a show I wanted to watch. Mm-hmm. And I remembered, oh, that's right. Uh, Disney owns or they own Hulu. And you can get Disney Bundle, which has Disney, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. So I upgraded my Disney to get Hulu, which also got me ESPN Plus as a side. I thought, oh, the Super Bowl is coming up. I could just watch the Super Bowl through that. No. No. So I was like, well, what's the point of ESPN Plus? Anyway, I ended up doing something else so we could watch the game. But that's all I know about ESPN is it sounds like you could watch stuff, but you can't. Yeah. I don't know what it's for. It's not going to be worth it in the end. They're probably going to play like five, like maybe one in every five or six games on ESPN Plus. It seems to just be supplementary content, like yeah. commentators talking about stuff that happened rather than like actual sports. Or like if they don't have enough channels for the games, they'll play the extra games on ESPN Plus. Like if it's if you wanted to watch badminton, they're not going to dedicate a network to badminton. They should though. That stuff is real. <laughs> I don't know. People don't think it's real, but they would if they actually showed it. Yeah. Um, you don't know television. the life of a badmintoner. Don't act like you know them. That's struggle. <sighs> I so anyway, the whole point of that was I now have Nord VPN and I need to find other things to use a VPN for. Streaming services like um I don't know if you have Netflix, but <clears throat> different regions have different shows. So you might want really? mm-hmm, to hop. I'm sure there's a website that categorizes it and shows you what's available, but you could just hop to a different region and then check the the content. It's different by, by region. So, really? Mm-hmm, you get like different Hulu? content. I have Hulu. Maybe I could do it with that. Hulu might work that way. I don't know. But typically with streaming services, that's one reason to get a, a VPN thingy. Yeah. Speaking of which, since it's kind of on topic, I've been meaning to get rid of my streaming services. I've just been too lazy, and so I continue to pay dollars a month for stuff I don't watch. I usually don't watch, usually don't watch anything. But when you want to, when there's something you want to watch, like I watched Dexter a few months ago, which is the reason I think I got the services. I don't know. I think I'd like to remove them, but I'm just too lazy. I would... I don't have any except for now I have ESPN Plus and uh, I have Hulu, but that's only because I have Sprint. Oh, so it comes with it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, not Sprint bad. has it. It's, it's not. My thinking for getting rid of them is for the money, let's just use one of them. For example, like Netflix. I think it's actually $15 a month now. Maybe it's more. It's going up. 
that's actually good value. That's like the price of buying a movie a month, but then you have access to at least two. So you're getting your money's worth, theoretically, if you watch two movies. So for probably for most people, especially for like a family where several people can use the account, absolutely, it's good value. But I don't use that value. Mm-hmm. I don't watch movies on there. So that's where I'm like, I'm actually tech. It's not, it's not a lot of money. It's like blowing <laughs> up 15 bucks a month. I'm sure I blow that on food every day. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's something I could axe without feeling bad. But I'm so lazy. Mm-hmm. I'd rather pay money than, than just say cancel. The way I do it now is I have Amazon Prime. And so <laughs> if I want to watch a movie, I can just watch whatever movie I want as long as I pay like two bucks or right. something. Yeah, I have Amazon Prime, but I have that for shipping reasons. Uh-huh. But I also, there are also some movies on there sometimes. But yeah, it's convenient. I did the other day. I wanted to watch Fight Club with somebody. It wasn't streaming anywhere. I was like, well, I guess I could just rent it really quick for two bucks. Mm-hmm. All right. And for me, because I probably don't watch more than one new movie in a week oh. ever. I was like, so I could pay 20 bucks for Netflix or I could watch whatever I want and maybe pay like 10 bucks total for a month. It's weird. Like, how many pennies do you want to pinch? Because ideally, and if I wasn't lazy, I own Fight Club, but I couldn't watch it on my laptop somewhere else because I didn't have it. What? What you should do is <clears throat> I should rip all of my DVDs, Blu-rays, whatever, into digital files, have digital copies of them, which is difficult for me with a Mac and updates and whatever, and they should be on a server so they can be accessed anywhere. Like they're basically able to be accessed online. That would be optimal. I buy it once and I'm done. I could watch it anywhere, anytime. That's what I should set up. But I was like, two bucks today. Hmm. It's interesting because you could there could be arguments for and against. For example, how long would it take me to set that up? Hours. How much is my time worth? Probably more than two hours. Or probably mm. more than $2, sorry. So it's kind of interesting if you want to justify it to yourself. But in the case of me paying for streaming services, I can't justify it. Yeah, no, no I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I, actually, okay, I learned something interesting recently. I don't know how true this is. Um, but CDs... Or records, when you buy an album or when you buy a CD, you don't own that CD. What you're buying into is like a certificate that allows for you to play it. But the CD is still owned by the studio who produced it. Sounds very familiar. So even though technically, and this is where it gets interesting, technically they have the right, if they wanted to revoke your, your certificate access to that, you own the disc. But you don't own the rights to what to you play own it. is uh, like an admittance ticket. Yes, you have you have the right to access it, but that's it's not yours. You can it's like going to a park. Yes, you don't own the park for the day. You just are allowed to visit or use it, but it's not yours. And then it's one of those weird situations where if something happens and the park ownership changes <clears> and <throat> you're not allowed to like you're not allowed to enter it anymore, you still have the key to get in there, and no one can take the key away from you because you own it. Right. And so they can't stop you from listening to it, especially because it's in your house. What you're describing, I think, is true. Yeah. I know that, well, it works that way for video games, if I'm thinking of it correctly. You don't own the game. You right. used to. You used to buy, this is your copy of the game, not anymore. Now you own, essentially, access to the game. The games. That it's Yeah, weird. that that that's exactly what happens. So there's been games that um, roll out, or they come out, and they're awful. They're not finished. And the studio says, oh, we're going to update it and fix the game over time. But there have been cases where they go, eh, let's forget this game. It's bad. We're not going to spend money on it. 
And then the here's there's an example. I don't know what game it was, but the online servers they shut them down. And it's a multiplayer only game. So you bought a multiplayer game you can't play now because they shut it off. Mm-hmm. But you still you still own the game you can't access anymore. Uh-huh. They took the game away. Even yeah. You, so yeah, that's kind of how it's weird and stupid. It doesn't make sense. But I but it was interesting. I was like, no, I, you own it. Like it's when you buy it, that means you own it. And then I, I wish like you own that single copy of it. But no, it's like legally, technically, they could revoke the sounds back. But they can't take your CD. Yeah. And they can't legally stop you from listening to it. I thought, I was like, I don't understand it exactly. There are a lot of dumb, I don't know how I remember this. I must have seen some documentary. A lot of dumb legality, weird ownership legality things. For example, <clears throat> and I don't want to say things that aren't true, which is just what I think. The point is, there is a genetic strain of corn that has been engineered and that is patented or owned because it's a creation. And so there may be two crops opposite of each other, one that has a genetically modified corn, and then spores, whatever the word is, may carry the seeds, whatever the word is, from the genetic corn, and it'll go into this other crop, and then that corn will start growing. The genetic corn will grow in someone else's crop. This crop can now get in trouble for using content that's not theirs, and they can get in big trouble. They didn't do anything. Yeah. It makes you feel bad when I heard about it, but um, dumb things like that. Yeah, probably what it is is it's like when birds come and eat a little bit, and then they poop it somewhere else, and then it plants. It's just like or however it gets there, however just nature, yeah, pollination or whatever. You know, if you owned like a flower, that's so dumb. Yeah, I, like ownership <clears throat> is a weird thing in general. It is like, like let's actually like, bring this to it's legality ex- aside. You do yeah. the moral side; it's still interesting. Yeah, I wanna, moral is that the right word? Just like, technically. No, not ethically. Really. It's, that's the it, right word. How ownership should work ethically is kind of like interesting. if you strip it to its its bare bone skeleton, like ownership. What that's saying is this this thing, like if it's land, this land is mine. I was thinking about land too, and then you're just gonna die in like sixty years. So it's like, does that? And then like ownership when it switches people is weird too, because like who decide? Like people have brought up the whole like. Technically, we're in the Native Americans' land. This is their land. We're just on and like stuff like that, where it's like conquering this this group and conquering this group, conquering this group. This land is probably like some who knows whose land this was at one point in time. It was just someone's because they were like, "That's mine." Yeah, how, I'm sorry. So many questions. There's like so. There's a lot, but then like it's really morally interesting. Two questions. Because then, do, who? How far back do you want to go to? Who technically owns this land? And at what point do you just say, cut ties with all previous ownership, it's mine now. And then, is that okay? This is the question of who made God. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is. So, someone owned it before them, before them, before them, whatever. We go back to the beginning. The first yeah. person, no one has ever set foot on this land. The first person sets there. Does he go, this is mine? Is it his? Do you get to just say that it's yours and take it? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Technically. So, anyway, if you really want to pick at it, who yeah. knows? So for that I, reason, I like to think it's more, what's the word, practical here and now. I don't concern myself with, oh, man. It's like, so it's obvious. Like I throw something away. Yeah. I'm not thinking that if then I find out it's valuable. Mm-hmm. I wish that it was mine, but I acknowledge it's not. It has changed owners. I don't know. So it's one. Of, it's another one of the games that people <laughs> created that, ev- that it, it gives us. 
it, there is net benefit to per, all of us performing and playing inside this game. It's like someone created the game of I own this and it worked better than anybody could just build whatever wherever they want because then people would just use it or whatever. So having ownership what you know helped more than not having it at all. So at some point we decided we're going to play the game where we're going to say that things belong to us and even though we can't actually we can't actually justify what belonging actually is, we're going to just all pretend like it's a real thing and that has been conducive for couple hundred years and when you say pretend i assume you're talking about <clears throat> before the law basically gets involved yeah 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 so what's that word for that is it ethics i think it's ethics because when you play a game like know. like rats wrestling that's good rat ethics like that's the <laughs> yeah. the rules before the laws come in um yeah the ethics of ownership are very interesting so for example with the corn thing we both think it's stupid Okay, but what would our proposed answer be? I, without thinking about it too hard, it's it's his property, and he's not responsible for it moving over there, and you're not responsible for moving over there. It's his now. So let me try and make an argument against it. Um, I have a ball in my yard, and the wind blows it into their yard. I think that's different because it's one of them. Um, this is a new thing. Hap, a new thing grew. I see it's genetics. Ah, it's tough. This is like you having millions upon millions of balls in your yard, and one of them blows into another. But yard. it's not even that. A new ball grew in their yard. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, okay. Now they're gonna get balls. This doesn't quite compare. Now they're gonna have. Hey, balls. you can't grow that soccer ball. That's mine. <laughs> Those are my balls. <laughs> That's funny. No, but I think yeah. Well, I don't know. What, what would your proposed solution be to? The corn thing. Okay, so I don't know. I don't yeah, have one. It's, it's too difficult. It's really difficult. Uh, this is the closest equate. Equ- what would you say? Parallel equate example. Parallel. Yeah, parallel. The closest parallel I could think of is intellectual property. Like someone right. comes up with an idea and someone copies it and people are upset about it. And maybe rightfully because yeah, that wasn't your original thought. And why are people upset about that? It's because it's an idea. You can't own an idea. Ideas are kind of. Like ideas kind of own you, and sometimes they're inspired ideas. But does it matter whose idea, who first was inspired by the idea, or whatever? And it it obviously does to us because of the game that we play. But you know, I think that falls in line. So you could make the argument that no, there's nothing new under the sun. There are no original ideas. This song is very original. Ah, but it has a four beat measure. You're not the first person to use that. You can always pick. So if my mode of thinking is more here and now, whatever the term is. It's here, now, this is fine. For example, if the corn comes across into this field, this is this field, even alone, it's okay. You make a new song, it's different enough. I'm not worried about, oh, it's tenuously connected. I'm not worried (laughs) about that. I think genetic, what an interesting form of property, if that's the right word. Mm -hmm. Engineering. Yeah, it's probably the right word. Design, maybe biologically engineered design property. Media property is the one that's really dumb right now. But anyway, I had a third part to that. It's convoluted. It's it's a, it's like impossible to actually quantify by the game that that people created. Now but that I think like typically 20. we think <clears throat> typically it's. I think we're reasonable. Uh, we we think we're reasonable. It's you made a new song. It just it's it not depends. The same. It does depend, but 
And I don't know why it reminded me of this. And it's not. I got an example of one, but go ahead. Well, to use your example first, because mine, I don't know if it has anything to do with what we're talking about. Oh. Just like, but just about rules that we don't understand. Like people are playing by so many rules now that what makes sense to one person is like that makes total sense and is justified or to some people. Uh-huh. Other people look at it like that's stupid and ridiculous. And that's we, no one can uphold that standard or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about I think it's was it Demi Lovato. I think it was Demi Lovato, and she went into, like, an ice cream shop, like a small L.A. ice cream shop, and they didn't have uh, low-fat options. No, wait. They offered, this is what it was, they offered low-fat options, and then they promoted it. They're like, we have low-fat, blah, blah, blah. And Demi I think it was Demi Lovato, got on Twitter and was like, I won't be eating here anymore, blah, blah, blah. You're promoting unhealthy such and such lifestyle. A lot of people have problems with their eating disorders. And by you promoting low-fat things, you're excluding those people and, and promoting injury to those people. I don't. It was something weird like that. It was like they're trying to be included. Anyway, it was like most people were kind of like me who were looking at that. And they were like, they were trying to be inclusive to people who have dietary restrictions and giving them an option to eat, and they were promoting that. And you're mad because you think that it's somehow malicious against people who have a problem with their weight image or their yeah. Like, and I, so, in her perspective, makes total sense because those are the rules she plays by, and she's she's very involved with the. It's harmful not to eat and to be told to eat low fat things or whatever because then you get too tiny and that's not healthy. I think, and I get it. But that's wrong because that's not what they were doing. And it's like, well, and how much with, does intent matter? I happen to agree with you. But like you said, there's someone who will think on either yeah. end of it. And I think that boils down to you can't please everybody. Yeah. And that's why the issue of ownership and many other things is so complicated because there is no one answer that would, everybody would like. Yeah. So the thing I was going to say as an example of how weird ownership works is fair use laws. So a YouTube video... Legally, they can upload a clip of a movie, right? That's owned by a studio or whatever. But as long as it's, there are some, it's a written law. If it's edited a certain way or enough, it becomes original content. Yeah. And then you're allowed to use it. It's not theft anymore. So examples are poops. Come on. Chop to hell. That's totally fair. Commentary over it. That's fair. Um, Essentially, someone made a really good, their own subjective definition of what uh, fair use content is. And I think he said, if you're watching this and you can't get the original message out of the film, then it's been it's fair use because it's been changed so much. You can't watch this and know you can't know what what's happening in the movie. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't you can't derive the movie from it anymore. Yeah. You know, it's about but you can't get it anymore. So someone's talking over it. You're not going to be able to enjoy the movie. Whatever. Interesting. So maybe this is written down. I don't think it is. But I wonder, for example, you're going to pick extremes. Let's pick this end. How little can a movie... Let's let's get some something simple. A minute-long clip. Let's do a minute of a movie. If that was cut and uploaded, technically that's theft. Mm-hmm. It's not theirs to upload. Maybe they shouldn't care if a minute goes missing, right? But let's say that's theft. How little... Does it have to be edited for it to be fair use? Because that's subjective, I think. Everybody's going to pick a different number. I think one second of like memes over one minute of it or one second of the minute isn't enough. 
So this is really just a, a thought exercise for fun. But what do you think? Because I'm going to say at least half. At least half has to be changed. Well, I can, I'm, I'm not smart enough to prescribe solutions. I, I have an example. Because like basically what we're trying to sort out here is there's obviously a line. Mm-hmm. So I have an example of one that widely everyone considered to cross the line. And it's, it's a really why I picked blatant. half. I think most people would concede that the half weight, because we're going to go this end, people on this end. So let's meet here. It has to be edited at least halfway. Yeah. And then I think I got most people. Yeah. You're interested in like finding the point. And I don't know if we can, but I know I, I haven't. Okay. So there's a guy on TikTok, and he got famous because he was doing like these edits where he'd put like a background behind him and he'd do this little dance and he was like, yeah, I'll take you there. And like, it's the song or whatever. And he, and he'd always do this little dance and then he would, it would be about, it'd be memes and they'd be silly and people really liked his stuff. And then at some point, finally, like after months of him doing this or after a while of him doing this, a guy spoke up. He's like, look, this guy's been copying my stuff since day one. And he showed an example and he showed all the dates. Like I came up with this idea and he just Mm -hmm. took it. Uh-huh. And they were exact copies. They were like the uh-huh. same thing. He he found like different, slightly different pictures. But yeah. He did the same dance moves and did the same song. Yeah, and he did the same like little jokes with his face. Mm. And finally, people that finally blew up after months of him trying to say he took this one of thank mine goodness. too. Yes, yeah, right. Thank goodness. And so the guy, the guy who was stealing the stuff, was on live, and people were like berating him and saying. Dude, you can't take that's that's not fair. That was his he idea. Made an argument for why he can. Yes, and he he basically and he sounded like such a dick doing it. He was like, "Look, guys, I it's not my responsibility to improve his work for him. All I can do is do a better version of it. I'm an actor. That's what I do. And like, I just it's not my fault if I did it better." And he sounded like such an ass. And so everybody was like. Now we know that that guy's that's the example of that's too far. He literally copied it and then took the credit and said, it's not my fault. He did a bad version of it. It's I have one thing. I think everybody was like, this is where I'll put put my line in the sand on it is because I think most people, the general consensus was if you would have credited him with the idea, then we'd be fine with you copying it. Exactly. It's like, I got this from so-and-so and then, or, all my work is inspired by this person. It, it can be a little different, but it is inspired by that guy, clearly. And, you know, there's a lot of TikTokers like that. I have a lot to say on this, and I actually have, uh, what's the word, experience? I have yeah. a reason to say something. So, very interesting topic, uh, ownership and stuff. So, Moto Monday. I came up with my idea of what a Moto vlog should be like, so... A few things. Number one, the troll faces on them. No one had really done that yet. Not really. I should say not really because I don't know that somebody did. The point is it was my idea and I wasn't influenced to, to do that. And I just I started doing that normally. So that's specific. There are other things that I do like um, TF2 voices for screaming on top of animals. Specific things I came up with. And again, maybe someone else has done these things, but that's not the point. The point is it was my idea and I didn't take I was inspired by anyone. <clears throat> so I did that enough and they got popular enough to where at some point to some people that's the new standard. Mm-hmm. That's what they expect or whatever. Who cares? So there are some people who did their own moto vlogs copying the way I do it. Now you kind of touched on this and I've thought about it and I don't know if I've made a decision. I know where I'm generally landing, but there's three levels. There's copying someone. Uh, copying someone, let's back it up here. Copying someone, 
Lower, tier one, everybody can agree you're okay. Copy someone and acknowledge where you got the inspiration from. We're all okay with that. We're all okay with that typically. Number two is the middle, copying someone. Don't acknowledge that you where you got it from. You just, just copy it. That one, people are split. Number three, where most people agree this is wrong, is copy it and proclaim this was your idea. Mm-hmm. Lie. That's like that's just theft. So I've experienced all three. I've ex- most most of the time people just copy my stuff and don't say where they got it. And I tend to this. That's where I want to talk about because that's the interesting one. When people copy and they say the spiderwall terrific, cool. I'm glad, happy. I'm glad you good. But then I've also had someone go. I can't remember the story. Caught him red-handed, proclaiming that spam cards were his idea. No, that was the joke, though. <clears throat> I call my business cards spam cards. No one calls them that. That's just something I made up. Pretty specific. It specific goes, no, I invented spam cards. I hadn't even said spam cards yet or something. Why do you hate out cards? He goes, because I, I invented spam cards. Like I didn't call them. No one said spam cards. Where did you get that name from? It was like, like oops. Anyway. Anyway. Had all three. So the middle one, copying somebody without acknowledging where you got it from. I would obviously prefer anyone, cite your sources is what I always say, kind of as a joke, but also like genuinely. But you said that this perpetrator, theft dude, whoever, that guy, he said, it's not my responsibility, but more specifically, he said, I'm doing a better job of it. Yeah. And this is where I'm, that was, that's the crux. It's right in the middle because I am someone who's been affected by this. So you'd think I'd be on the side of, which I am to a degree, but at the same time, trying to, trying to be fair about it. And I think this is where I'm falling. If somebody does a better job of what I do, someone made a better Moto Monday, that's good. I wish I was the one to make a better Moto Monday. But I think where I fall is if someone can do what I do or do something of mine better, great. But please give credit. If you yeah. if you do what I did better and don't give credit, I'm more sour than happy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so really there's interesting. Another, there's one more factor involved in your situation, which I think is an interesting one. I'm wondering if you think it's interesting too. But like because you were kind of you weren't the first, you weren't even the second, you were like somewhere in the fifth range, fifth, sixth range, as far as moto vloggers go, you re, you jumped on that train really early. So you were almost what some would consider to be a pioneer. You made it bigger than it was. I initially. disagree. I'm not trying to undermine you, but go ahead. Well, you were one of the pioneers. I was one for of the, sure. I was one of the biggest. Right. That's what I mean. So when you become a biggest anything, you are pioneering something. That's you're the first to be one of the biggest I, in a I, sense. I think I know what you mean. I, so I'm, that, so when people, and again, I'm, I'm totally with you at the whole copy thing. And if you if you copy, cite your sources. That's like our thing. We say that all the time. Cite your sources. Um, but if you're the the biggest one that's doing it, then for people to copy it is just copying patterns of success, which is usually right. I can't, the recipe I can't fault them for that. Sure, and but it also you were because you pioneered those ideas. People who actually aren't super creative. They're going to associate what a moto vlog is, is those things. That's what I meant by I set the standards for what people think right. moto vlogging should be. Yes. And, and, and I know it's your idea and you're the one who like started that, but like, I don't, I don't, I think you were right not to go after them for it because no. you're just so much, 
I mean, you've reaped the benefits of you being a pioneer and of that I, anyway. I'm not quite so pious. Is that the right word to say that I own putting meme faces on a... No, I don't. I, it's an idea that maybe I came up with. Like I already talked about that. People can do... People can do what I do. The issue is I even decided they can do what I do better. They can be more successful at it too. Yeah. But if they never credited where it came from, it's staying a little bit. But here's let's let's pin the, the, the point a little bit tougher. Let's do the moral issue, not the subjective opinion. Say someone does what I do better, or they copy something and they don't credit me. Morally, are they obligated to? I think technically no. They're not morally obligated to. That's some capitalistic thinking right there. Yeah, it might be. Um, and this is coming from somebody who could lo- have stand to lose from this. I'm trying to be fair. I think morally they don't have to. I think morally they should, as in that'd be a good thing for them to do. But no one can hold them to it. You can't get somebody in trouble for not saying, yeah, I got this idea from this guy. Now, issue. I think that's as close as I can get to the line. Mm. Like, it might hurt my feelings. Might sting a bit if somebody copied my stuff and did better, and no one ever knew it was me. That would sting. Yeah, but he's he's okay right up until someone says, "Is this, is your, this idea? your idea?" And he goes, "Yes." Now you've just fallen off the cliff. Yep. Is that that's it? It's right there. Yep. That's the press. Citing your sources. That's it. Well, you, basically, the reason we like to cite our sources if we say something is because it absolves you of the of the risk of falling off that cliff at, for <laughs> yeah. all time. Because yeah, you can true. copy the idea, yeah. but you if you say this is from this person, yeah. no one can say anything to you. Basically, from from where we stand, yeah, yeah. you're I completely can't safe. Like if yeah. someone did what I did way better, was super successful. Like, yeah, I, I got this from all terrific. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Have fun with your success, I yeah. guess. I mean, but thank well, you. And again, the other there would be more moral issue if you had come up with the with the meme faces and stuff a long time ago, and you never got big, and you never made it a career. Right, right, right. And then someone did this and made made it big, and got a career, and then I try to consider that. I think my my thinking you, still stands. If yeah. I was small time and someone copied and got famous, it'd sting. Yes, but I wouldn't get mad at them. But until they said it was theirs. But the difference is now. That you have reaped the benefit of being the pioneer, the the creator of this idea. There, you you don't have much leg to stand on if someone else also benefits from it. You have less leg, I think, because you've benefited from it. <laughs> I have less <laughs> victimhood points, right? If I'm, if I'm robbed right. from <laughs> this, well, we're all talking about the game that people created anyway. So I'm saying, by the rules of every by everybody else would say they would say, well, yeah, you were the pioneer, and and it is and. It is your intellectual property, right? This would be what people would consider it to be. I'm just saying, like, it, people will have less less empathy and sympathy for when, when you become a victim of this type of situation with someone trying to steal intellectual property. If someone who was much smaller, like, tried to copy the spam cards idea, people would be like, oh, that's annoying and stupid and unoriginal, but, but they're not evil for it. You're the best one who did that kind of thing. You've already... Made it big. Uh, I got a question. I already know what my answer is, so it's easy. Say I sell, let's make it easy. Say I sell a, a t-shirt with a picture of my helmet logo on it for $10. Someone else takes my logo, puts it on a shirt, and sells it for $9. What do you think about them doing that? I don't know. It's a more intellectual property stuff. I don't know. So do you own the, do you own the logo? 
Well, helmet. do I own anything? It's my logo. I made it for my for my business. Did you trademark it by chance? Let's say I didn't. I, I think um, here's where I fall. Um, morally, that's shitty. It's not your design to sell. I'd be like me taking KTM. That's a bad example because they're actually like legally branded and mm-hmm. selling my own KTM shirts. That I'm 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 stealing from them not because no one's not buying their shirts because I'm selling something that's not mine. That's why um, I think that's a problem. Now that's without the the legal issue of actually owning the picture. What I remembered something. Okay, this is so cool because I was thinking about what you were talking about. Is that you're coming up with this fictional person who is capitalizing on your idea, and and even though they're selling it for less, they're probably going to make more of a profit because more people will want to buy a cheaper version yes, of the same that, thing. Yeah, that's the whole point. Right, the whole point. Blah blah blah. I've realized I, that took me to in my mind to conversation where we talk about there's always been people throughout history who have manipulated systems to benefit themselves and make a detriment to the systems in place. There, there are people who like you know, selling a piece of toilet paper at a time. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, Sorry, go ahead. like if there's a, if there's any chinks in the armor of of whatever financial gains, people system, will find it. People will find it and they'll manipulate it and they will be very rich for it. And I I read about an example of a guy who did this in the last like five years or something. So I think it was capital one, maybe whatever the, whatever the card company that gives you 3% cash back on all purchases or whatever. So this guy, he happened to go to a bank where cash advances had, had zero fees to them off, off of gift cards and credit cards. So this guy, he would go to Best Buy, he'd go to Walmart. He, he spent his mornings doing this every day. He'd go and he'd buy 10 gift cards with $100 on each gift card. Uh, he would then take, he'd take, go 10 here, 10 here, 10 here, 10 here, spend like you know $10,000 or something on gift cards in a day. And then he'd go to the bank where the cash advances were free and he'd cash advance all the money off of those cards. He would deposit the money into his account and then he would instantly pay off the credit card at Capital One with that. And then he'd earn 3% back on that because he made a purchase off the card and paid it off right away. With no extra fees involved. So over like three something years of doing this every day, he had gotten hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars from Capital One's cash back. And he <laughs> got arrested for fraud. But he, he did that for years. And if he would have not done that every day, then yeah. he might have gotten away with it. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, That's so smart. <laughs> uh, I think that's one of the reasons that they started a lot of cash advances now. They, they have a fee involved. I think it was a small town bank, and they were like, "Oh, whatever. It's not hard for us to do cash advance, whatever." And, yeah. But I think a lot of cards now requ- now have one. Interesting. So smart and interesting. So cool. I think gift. I don't think you can buy many gift cards where cash advances are free anymore. Typically, I think stores are wary of anyone buying gift cards in general if, if, if it's a large quantity or large amount of money on a card. Yeah. But yeah, it's. It's interesting. Like, okay, I get how smart it is, right? Yeah. A really bad person can be smart. I'm not saying he's bad, but I'm trying to think of it from the other perspective too. Clearly, he should have been stopped, right? But at the same was. time, but at the same time, it's like I wish he had succeeded. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and I think it's for a bad reason. It's like it's like a Robin Hood situation. Someone's <laughs> stealing from someone who has a lot of money. We want to root for the guy who has less. Yeah, but it doesn't make it any more virtuous if a millionaire and a guy with ten dollars. If a millionaire steals a dollar from this guy with ten dollars, he is evil millionaire. If a guy with ten dollars steals a dollar from the millionaire, he's fine. For some reason, that's our perspective, even even though morally it's the same evil. 
Yeah. So that's weird because I want to root for this guy. I'd be like, yeah, but also yeah. like, sorry. That's why the law exists. And I think, I hope. Yeah. That's why it should exist. It's the same thing as kiting. Are you familiar with kiting? <sighs> I've heard the word. What is it? So I'm going to explain oh. it. I'm going to guess. Okay. okay. Here's why. Because there's a line where in Ocean's 13, one of my favorite movies, this is how it goes. I'm going to give context. I had to guess at what it means. 13 group guys running scams. One of them is posing as a waiter. He actually has a waiter job. The waiter scam guy comes to the guys and gives him food. And he goes, give me like a tip. And he's like, we pulled tips. The other guys are going to think I'm kiting. And they're like, okay, we'll give you money. Even though like, we're here to steal money and we'll give you money to give to the guys apparently. So like now I'm going to to think about what that means. Kiting, I'm guessing, is uh, taking off the top? Is that just taking taking for yourself? Or no. you don't deposit it. You you it's like that's all I got. I don't okay. know. Now I'll I can't wait to hear it. what you say. Because I've always wondered what that meant. Okay. So a person opens up. I'm gonna try to do the simplest, the simplest method possible here. Um so a, a person opens three bank accounts and they gets checks for each bank account. He puts $1,000 into one bank account and he goes to the next bank. He writes a check from the $1,000 bank account for $2,000 to the next bank. And he deposits that in there. Check systems work weird in that some banks have different policies as far as what they allow to memo post in your account. So if you have a $2,000 check, it doesn't actually pull because the check system is kind of it's an old system. Soft, soft posting post, is what they call it. Yeah. So they soft post the funds into your account, and, and each bank has different terms that they'll allow. Because sometimes it takes three or so days to actually manually pull the funds from mm-hmm. a check from the checking account, and it's it's allotted to. So basically, maybe the first company knows. Oh, he's got a thousand dollars in there. Maybe that. Maybe he's got other. He's going to get a paycheck, and this will post in there, whatever. So they deposit $2,000 and they allow instant memo post access to $2,000. That same day, he takes a check from the new $2,000 company, takes it to a third bank, deposits $2,000 there. And then he does that between all the bank accounts he has. Uh, And at some point, when you go to the first bank, again, you deposit the $2,000 you've gotten there. Now, all these banks show you have $2,000. And then you write checks from all these banks for $30,000 to one bank and you deposit it all and you can make a cashier's check and the cashier's check is essentially guaranteed funds and right. because it's like, well, this yeah. is all money. We've got, yeah. he's got $2,000 everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so you get $30,000, you put it in a cashier's check, uh, you sent, and then he goes away, t- opens a new bank account with a $30,000 real cashier's check yep. money. Yep. All of these accounts realize, oh, there was not enough money in any of them. And they all go negative $2,000 each is what happens. And he has bank money. Uh-huh. That's called check kiting. And people do that. I've, I've caught multiple people doing that as, when I was working as a teller. Interesting. In a CSR. It's really interesting and so rude. Does it have to do with checks specifically or is it mm-hmm. just check kiting or are there other forms mm-hmm. of kiting? There are other forms of kiting, but because check systems is the most antiquated and old system, it's the one you can get away with it the easiest. Now that people know how to do that, don't do it because you will get found. Everybody that I caught doing that got found. Yeah. Well, what do you think was happening in the movie when he was trying to get cash as a tip and he was said, I'm going to get accused of kiting if I don't bring tip money. What do you think that meant? I don't know. Dang. I've always wondered. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I could show you the scene. 
I think I described it fairly okay, but I'm guessing it wouldn't help much. Maybe it would. The idea of kiting is feigning. I have this money, and I'm going to even give you it. And then look at you have money now. When all along this wasn't actually money, this was nothing. So maybe mm. that's what it is. Maybe they they it's a giving. The idea is everyone thinks they have the money, and then they realize nobody does because none of this hard posted. Yeah. And and so you only need one victim. You only need one person not to do due diligence to actually maybe, get thirty thousand dollars. Maybe, maybe there's a pool at the end of the day that they split between the the waiters, and they all have a, a presupposed amount that they're going to drop in. Yeah, maybe that's it. And then so by the end of the day, he gets his his cut of the tip, but he's never given into that pool because mm. he didn't have the money to put the They just assumed he would. Yeah, that could be it. Maybe that's it. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's a really, it, it is interesting. I One guy, the only guy we did have, we did have one guy get away and we were one of 49 banks involved. I think you tell me that story. Uh-huh. Do you want to tell it or not? He got away with $10 million cumulatively. And no, and he didn't get found. He he bounced. He skipped countries. I think Damn. he's on the FBI. One of this, and he got us too. I think he got us for like five thousand dollars or something. But we were smaller bank, and so I can't remember what it was. But interesting. But yeah, he was a crafty guy. He'd been. We had to. Our security department was. I can't say it was an old bank that I don't work for anymore. So that's why I can tell the story at all. But. It was so interesting because I got to learn all like how the process of them finding him was. He was up in like Wisconsin and he was like driving around and just the checks everywhere, checks, checks, checks. And he had planned it out, scheduled. He had studied for months to know people's memo posting times, their credit, their crediting times, how long it takes. He went to different branches and met people and talked to them and got friend to be friends with these tellers. And he figured out who he could go to to deposit these who would just trust him. Uh, it was dirty. It was it was a lot of work, and you could. It was very mastermind like, and I was. You almost had to be impressed, but he got away with a lot of money. Mm. He's a very smart, dude. He he might have been. I I thought I heard from someone that works at that bank that they did get him after all, but I don't know. But you'll you'll never know because you don't know his name. You don't know how to follow up on it. I unless, do know his name. <laughs> okay, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Um. Well, then I guess you could look it up if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. It'd be cool to know how that story ends. Yeah, it's. I don't know. Knowing those pe- people who kite, usually they're they're smart, but they're not really. They don't really think. That guy was really so smart to think about all this stuff, though. And so, if anybody would get away with it, he would. Well, I was going to say, but, <clears throat> when it comes to crimes we know about, it's very hard to get away with them. Making up a new crime. Yeah. And and smart, you're probably gonna get away with it. He basically it's just did, hard to come up with new crimes. He did, but as the technology yeah. changes, there will be new crimes. Yeah, like uh, sorry, did you want to say something? Yeah, I was just gonna say he did an old crime in the best way. Yeah, he can. He, yeah, he just basically said, "All right, what are the flaws of this way? Where could I get caught?" And then he shored those things up. It's like trying to do a bank robbery, which has been around for hundreds of years. Good luck, yeah. you know, because we now have all the so many countermeasures mm-hmm. as opposed to. I was thinking of the movie Catch Me If You Can. I think you know that movie. Yep. Whatever the fraud was called, Frank Abagnale came up with it. Check something. It's, it's kiting. Kind of, specifically kiting? Yeah. Well, well he, he actually created he checks. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever he, the crime he was doing, he came up with it. It was a new kind of fraud until after the, he got caught and then others were doing it. And then he helped catch them and prevent them from doing it. Anyhow. Yeah. So, like, 
new technology, new crimes. Cryptocurrency is a great one, fairly recent, and there have been crimes with cryptocurrency, like theft of it. So interesting how that works. I wish I would have jumped on Dogecoin, man. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, you told me all about it. Oh well, not all gosh. about it. You told me why you wish you had jumped on it, though. I literally thought about it. I was like, I wonder if... Because basically what what happens is if you have Twitter, follow Elon Musk. Because if he ever tweets about any kind of cryptocurrency, buy it right away. Right away. Because every time he tweets about a cryptocurrency, it shoots up by like 500%. So you're going to make profit. Anyway, so if I ever get into that, I'm going to literally follow Elon. Follow. I'll say this, though. I remember like five years ago, I was thinking, I don't do stocks, but I want to buy Tesla because... I think they're going to be the future. And now it's been five years. I'm like, damn, I would have had a lot of money right now. And yeah. you know what's annoying? If I bought Tesla today, not the company stock, I'd probably have a lot more money in five years. But I'm lazy. Yeah. You should just, we should just both just try it. We should just we should make a fun game of it. Like, who, who can make the best investment with their just extra $100 cash or whatever? I'm playing a different game. It's how much can I bitch about the things I would have done if I wasn't lazy. <laughs> yeah. It's my game. <laughs> Yeah, I think it'd be cool if I ever just had like 300 bucks to just like put somewhere. Just throw 300 bucks in into some cryptocurrency yeah. and then just wait for Elon to tweet about it. <laughs> you know, I, for real, that's it's it, there's like a pattern and you watch what he tweets about and watch when it spikes up and then it kind of whoa, and then it always is higher than it was. The man is single handedly creating markets. Not only is he creating technology that's changing the world and going to keep changing the world, but he's, like, helping poor people, which is cool. <laughs> poor people like me and my cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my friend, uh, he he had just sold his Dogecoin. Yeah, like this is what you told three me. Three weeks before, and he said that was a $6,000 mistake because he had only bought, like, like twenty to hundred dollars in Dogecoin, and it was like, he goes, "That was a six thousand dollar mistake." I can't believe that just happened. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's so sad. I've had expensive mistakes. This laptop, when I closed it the other day, you know, and the cable is barely in, on top of it, so the the, the screen crunch. Eight hundred dollar mistake. Oh, yeah. I've had expensive, like losing a. I've lost two. I've lost twenty dollar bill out of my wallet. It always stings. Yeah. One time, I lost $200 in cash on my wallet. It was probably at a time in life when you didn't have as much money, too. No, right. So it stung more, but as opposed to when you have, as opposed to when you have more, but especially the $20 bill when I was young. Oh, hurts. Like when you're you're really young, finding a quarter, wow, so much money. You know what I mean? So, Uh but yeah, $200 straight up cash gone. That was, that stung a bit. Yeah, <laughs> I say a bit because I think I have a good attitude when it comes to bad things happening. <laughs> it's like it's fine; it'll be all right. Yeah. Eight hundred dollars. I'm not laughing necessarily, but uh, at least I wasn't like throwing a fit. Or I was one time walking in in the park by I, my. I have more expensive mistakes. Sorry, I was just thinking. Like, I had a. Don't forget your story. I was exiting a parking lot in my car. A lady came in in my lane, way too wide. I had a juke to get out of the way nicked my wheel it's a three thousand dollar wheel and now it's worth like less than half that so i was like a fifteen fifteen hundred dollar not mistake but kind of a mistake just boop money's gone wow that was the most expensive mistake i can think of that's pretty expensive yeah it sucked anyway you were what was your story i was walking in the park by my by where i'm living 
Mm-hmm. And I looked on the ground. There was $500 on the ground. I was like, and I looked around look for, everywhere. Look, look, look for a string. Looking I was, for somebody yeah, looking, no, I was looking, looking at the pile of money. Like, looking for a, a guy behind the bush. Yeah, like, it's a trick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for a string. <laughs> I literally looked around. I was like, hello? Yeah. Because nobody was in sight. And so I like, okay. And there was, I was looking around for a wallet. I was like, I don't see anything. I just see $500 and $100 bills right here. So uh. I put it in my pocket and I kept walking. And, I, and then like maybe 20 minutes later, I'm walking back the other way. And I see a person walk by and they say, did you happen to see money on the ground? And I was like, <laughs> and I said, how much money? And correct. Like $500. Correct. 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 I was like, Damn it! Just so you all listening know that you never, you never, you just never give, them give the, the amount because that you, you can't verify that that's them who lost it. I was so sad and though. You, don't, yeah. you shouldn't be the one to ask. Did you lose money? Yeah, but no, even if, no, even no, if you no. did do that, then you still fought with how much. Yeah, because right. You would never say I lost. I found five hundred dollars. Right. Is this yours? Right, dumbass. Dumb. Don't say that. Anyway, yeah, you did that correctly, and that's why yeah. you're like, I know because I it knew it's his. I knew how to do. It. I was like, all right, if it was yeah. a girl. Okay, yeah. And she, did you see $500? Or did you see money on the ground? I was like, how much, how much money? money? <laughs> I, I, my heart just sank because yeah. I was like, I thought I could have this. But at the same time, I'm glad. I'm sure you're glad that the right person oh, yeah. got their money back. I was like, I, when yeah. I left, I was like, thank goodness. Because I would have had like the moral weight of it later, right, too. Yeah. Of, like, I just couldn't find a person. And I'm not, and like, again, like you said, you like you just don't volunteer how much you found or that you found any at all because yeah, somebody yeah, right. will come over and be like, oh, that was mine. That was mine. Yeah. And then they'll get the cops involved. It just could be nasty. Yeah. So if you find money, count it out. Make sure you get the right count. Um, What I was actually hoping they'd say was like 700 and then I'd be like, that's not, no. Sorry, I didn't see $700. But technically in my mind, I'd be like, this probably was 500 of their 700 Yeah, probably. But I just but, can't. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's that's, that's moral gray ground. You're hitting that precipice of the yep. moral dilemma on either end. I don't know. Very fun. Very fun. It is interesting. It like, it's like uncomfortable and ticklish as far as like philosophy yeah. goes. <laughs> I know. I Actually, that was one. That's why I paused because I, I knew right away I was going to ask, how much money did you lose? Uh-huh. But I was thinking, what if they lost more than this? What would I do? Yeah. I don't know because it. Like, yes, yeah. I I didn't find eight hundred dollars or whatever. I we should come I, up. We should formulate a follow up question in the event that somebody says they lost money, yeah. which is more than what you found. So my follow up would be, well, work on me with this. Uh, so so you find five hundred. Someone says she find. Did you find money? How much money did you lose? I lost seven. Or I lost seven hundred dollars. Um, I there's an, that's very very there's tough. Not a, it's like a math question with a bunch of ethics all over the place. <laughs> it is because then, you, like, what do you do? Shoot. Here, well, the good news I is there is no wrong answer. I mean, they're 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 both they both suck. Yeah, but none, none of them are morally wrong. If you just if you choose to keep the five hundred because you couldn't verify that it's hers, you did no wrongdoing. Maybe not as much as much justice could have been done, but you did no wrongdoing. On the other end of it, if you say. This is probably your 700. They very likely, so this is comforting, they likely are not manipulating you. Because if they happen to have asked you for, if you if you found money and it's at least as much as they lost, it is most likely theirs. The right. odds of it being so, so there's that comfort. So you're giving up your convenience for the possibility of justice. The other, the other thing about it is that if that happened to me, I would probably end up giving it back because... 
well, for sure it was not mine. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It comes back down to that. So you're giving a chance of justice. Yes. Like over. the odds of, and they're not even getting the full amount back. Is, yeah. if, if they're telling the truth. Now, unfortunately, what this makes me think is because there's malevolent people. Next time someone is like, did you see money on the ground? And you like how much they would pick an abnormal, abnormally Ooh, high number. I have a follow up question. What? They pick an abnormally high number just to, at the at the chance you found some of it, kind of thing. But again, the odds of that are so bad. But then also, yeah, how many people walk around and ask, "Did you happen to find money on the yeah, ground?" Yeah, exactly. So, so I'd feel pretty safe. I would too. But here's a question: This is, might be in the right direction of thinking. Did you happen to see money on the ground? How much did you lose? Seven hundred dollars. What kind of bills were they? Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. What kind of bills were they? Because what were the denominations? They, again, they could guess, but. If they again, the odds that this is their money is high, and then she says hundred dollar bills. It's even higher now. That is true. So, that's so what a, kind of bills? That's a bills? really great follow up. That might be the only follow up that doesn't reveal what's. And going again, on. when you ask these questions or you're playing this whatever game, you never admit to anything. You don't admit that you saw money, mm-hmm. that you have money. No, nope. it's very important. Um, this isn't because you're selfish. It's just because you're trying to prevent someone from stealing money. That's, because that's, cause then you find the actual person who's looking for their money. You gave it to someone else yeah. and trying to be the right thing. No, the right so, thing to do is actually to be ambiguous at first. Yeah. It's like, what did you what did you lose precisely? Uh-huh. And what denomination is a great question. Yeah. I have to remember that. Cool. Well, I, uh, now I'm, if I find cash, I'll be like, I'm ready. Yes. If someone comes up to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there are probably people who, smart people who have already deduced exactly what to do in a situation like this. And they thought of every probably is like a great YouTube video showing what to do if you find cash. And it has there's like a lot of those stupid videos, but it's, it's more fun to think of it ourselves. Yeah. Well, like, and also like there's, I've, do you see all those dumb staged videos where they've got the briefcase full of money and then they drop it and the money falls out. And then the people behind them, like, what are they going to do? Like, you're going to, it's like those ones drive me nuts. Cause I haven't what seen it, but I can imagine how they're dumb so they are. stupid because the idea that a person would drop their briefcase full of money and not know that they dropped it and keep yeah, walking. Right. Like what a, I, if I saw a person drop briefcase full of money and money spills everywhere I'd and they just kept for, walking, I'd be, I'd be like, camera. yeah, that's what, because yeah, there's be, there'd ridic- be no way. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. I'd be, of course you'd be like, Hey, you dropped this, you idiot. Yeah. You dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> that's, this is freaking money. Now, the ones that make a little more sense are the ones where they put it down, they eat their lunch, then they get up and leave it. Right, right. Like, I get that one because that happens sometimes at least. And then you can, oh, you know, that's when it's a little bit more, you know, some people might be able to like, oh, they don't even know they left it kind of thing. I can see why those people would take it. Interesting moral question. So here's one. I know there was a video of it. I must have seen part of it to know that this existed. They had an adult male and a child girl, actress, little girl. And all she had to do was, in a public space, like on a street, he'd grab her by the arm, and she just has to yell, you're not my dad, over and over again. I'm like, interesting idea. That dude probably, could get probably, probably a horrible thing to actually do, even for a, like a practice as an experiment. Yeah. Interesting idea, though. So let's remove the fact that this is a test. You're the, you're the test subject. You see, unfortunately, I know what I'm going to do. I don't know if it's right or not. This is just me as a person. If I saw that, I'd be like, I'm not even going to mess with it. Now, unfortunately, well, I should say, unfortunately, as is the case, I am like most people. You wouldn't mess with that if you no, saw a little girl because like, I'm like, not my dad. I'm like, I don't trust her. <laughs> That's my thought. But more importantly, I posed this question like yesterday, like as a joke. Oh, man. 
a better question, the train track question you give to your kids. You have a fork in the train track. On this fork, you have five people tied down. This is one person. The train is heading for five. You can divert it to the one person. Yeah. That's that question. And and I said, um, what did I say? People, which one? And I and I, my answer is, I don't touch the lever. I don't, I don't, I don't mess with it. That's right. where I am. My choice. Um, and again, yeah. it's not that I think it's right. It's just me as a person. That's my yeah. default. I'm not ready to argue why that's right or wrong. And I think what's fun about questions like that is there is no right answer. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I think that's the point. It's just. And there's actually well, there are two right answers <laughs> there's both no one right answer and there are two right there because it's so com- that's like one of the most complicated um theoreticals that people have been trying to work out the moral problems for for a long time yeah it's a philosophy, philosophy question. question yeah no they they had the good place the show they focused on that one a lot like the whole idea of do you intervene to cause less damage what's more moral because then that makes you less moral and so it's is you're basically sacrificing your own. There's moral. arguments for and against in every case. In my yep. case, my argument for is that I'm not culpable. But then the argument against is actually you are by not touching the lever. You are in a way responsible. Yeah. And I go yeah, but technically and legally, I'm not. Just morally, it's so crazy. It's so interesting. Yeah, it is fun. Well, if I saw a little girl who who was yelling. You're not my dad. You're not my dad. I would go look. I would check it out at least. And if I'd probably watch, <laughs> but I don't know if I'd be ready to ask. I'm, I'm not going to go beat him up. I'm going right. to. I'm going to go look at it because sometimes kids act up and they say stuff like that. Yeah. I. I'm not very commonly, but so if I, I would just. I would be like, All right, I. I got to see something to prove that this. Um. Because if you're kidnapping a girl, you're gonna make like some. You're gonna do. I don't want to think about. The yeah, I don't want to think about it either. It's just an interesting. Then, it, it is an interesting question, though. I don't. Th- I think it's in that situation. It's a no doubt, or you have to do something because you got you. You do not want it on your head that this this person, this little girl, can get like sold into sex slavery or something. Valid point. That could that could be on you to stop it. That's yep. so. The train track think. is easier. I think it's a, it's yeah. similar. No, you have to check it out at least. You gotta you gotta ask. Okay, you gotta you gotta show me some proof. The that girl this one's is way more girl. complicated. I mean, there's just so many more variables as opposed to the, tra- the train one. It's like A, B, C, or D. Kind but of you question. know what the first step is, and that is don't let him take the girl like into a van or something. Like you gotta go, gotta go follow him. You gotta go watch for a while. You gotta yeah. call the police. I, I even think that's acceptable. Call the police and say. I'm watching this guy take, yeah, take this that'd girl because be, be it's not my job to figure out it's his daughter. Yeah, but the that'd, police be, that'd be really acceptable. Yeah, I, 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 I if it's possible, I could remove it to make it more difficult. For yeah. example, I would say what may, seems to make sense and is natural. You watch, call the police, get them involved, but keep an eye on them. That yeah. sounds reasonable. However, what if they're about to get into a car and you can't stop them? You can always you make gotta, it more you difficult. Gotta stop. You Here's gotta. an example of something that was far less difficult. When I was working at Starbucks and I was working at the window, this lady came up in the back seat. There's a baby, like, I don't know how, not a year old, sitting up in the back seat. No booster seat. No seat belt. I was like, what? And I was like, have a good day. I watched the video and I was like, memorize that fucking plate. And I was like, I need to call, I need, I need to make a call to the police right now, I said. Did you? Mm-hmm. I I don't like and maybe I was wrong. Maybe I should have said you can't leave, you can't drive that car with that baby in the back. But I was like, some maybe I should have done that. But I I called Good police and said 
this car, this play, this time left here going this direction on this road. And this is what's happening in that car. Maybe I could have done better, but like, that's geez. pretty good. That's scary. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Anyway. Gee whiz. No, I, there's no question. If you watch a guy with a girl and she's saying, you're not my dad. And he puts her into a car. You got to stop that. You got to stop. Or that. I guess my step is I saw that. You report what happened. I don't I'd, know if that's good enough, though. You're, you're I'd more be better. A, I'd be. I'd rather ask for you'd forgiveness rather intervene. than permission. Yeah, r- interesting. You would rather. Wrong. You would rather. Be if I'm embarrassed wrong, and inconvenience him, yes, then the possibility of harm coming and, on somebody, any, which is fair. Any any reasonable person would would not fault me for that. Like, yeah. I got, if a guy, if a dad, and his child was misbehaving, and they were saying, "You're not my dad. You're not my dad," and a man stopped him and said, "That in case that's not your girl, you got to stop here." Uh-huh. And then I learned I was wrong. He showed me the stuff. I can be like, hey, I'm, I apologize yeah, for wasting the dad, your time. But you the, have to understand. Yeah, why. and the dad even could hopefully understand why you would, would stop him. You know, it's that. And oh, worst case scenario, he's mad at you for even stopping. Well, screw you. Whatever. For, I screw me for trying to help somebody. You know, I, the alternative would break my heart. It, you, yeah. you can't. You can't get over the fact. Like, could you imagine if? Like, no. you could have stopped something like that? It's weird because for some happens. reason, that tragedy befalling one person bothers me more than the possibility of four extra people dying on a train track because I didn't touch a lever. It's so arbitrary sometimes. Yeah. No, I, there's no question you got to do something. There's none mm. in my mind. Well, some some, don't have some situations are far simpler. Yes. Um, this that is one I a, think this, is pretty simple. That one is. Well, there are simpler ones. There are certainly simpler. Like if someone's got a gun and they're about to kill someone and I you can gonna, stop them, yes, that's simple. I was going to say the next situation is uh, someone comes in a store that you're in and they're gonna, they have a gun and they try to rob the, the place. And you have an opportunity. Like you, you, I was imagine you have like a mop. You have an opportunity to knock this guy out. There's so many variables. Like you could most likely come up behind him and hit him across the back of the head. You don't know if it's going to knock him out. If it doesn't, who's going to die as a result of that? Yeah. I'm just like, are you going to make that it one's worse? That easier, yeah. Is it easier, though? Yeah. I mean, I, my answer is I'd go for it because... I've always wanted again, to hit someone. Again, there's so many questions. This guy wasn't... He's just robbing the place. He's not trying to kill anybody. He just wants... He's just threatening the teller with a gun, or the, the restaurant, whatever. You point a gun at a person, then you can hit and him. And he'll probably leave with the money, and everyone will most likely be okay. You could be making it worse by attacking him, you know? Yes. So it's just so If it's difficult. a stick-up, then, fun. okay, that's what you do. If that's it's what you're supposed up. to do. If it's a yes. stick-up for money, you should let it be about stuff and not risk getting anybody hurt. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which I hate doing. I'd like to do something, but people's yeah. lives make are more important to me than anything else. Like even, even the guy getting caught. So the banks, the banks whole thing. I'd be seething. I'd be so upset. Like I wish I could stop him, but yeah, I, I, if he leaves and the people are okay, then I should, you know, it would suck. I think that's the right thing to do. Technically in a situation like that, where it's that simple, which is why they tell people to to do that. Like especially bank workers, they say just comply. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. As I was going to say it earlier is like, it used to be, you could shoot the guys, but they realized really quick, oh, just give them money. It's just money, and the banks get insurance for that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 There's there's no question that. That is an easier moral situation, I think. It's literally I, just comply. I, case, a robbery. 
to me, life, you know, yeah, there's two yeah. things you, that when life is at risk, whether it's someone getting taken, stolen and kidnapped for sex slavery or something that counts as life to me. So, Hey, if someone's life is in danger, you got to stop it. You got to figure out a way to More just specifically, stop it. Yeah. When it's a situation like that arises, number one priority, other people's lives. Number two, my life and then stuff. Right. So in a robbery, if me intervening is going to put their lives in danger, then I won't do it. But right. if, if I can get a better chance of other people living by giving up my life, for example, running into a street to get someone pushed them out of the way of a car, that's an example where their life supersedes that kind of a thing. Yeah. Order of values. That's mine too. That's a simple one too. Someone's staying in the street and you have a chance to run out, get them out of the way, but you'll probably get hit and you'll say, well, then yeah, go yeah. for it. You and know? stuff to me is honestly like virtually valueless. Yeah. So yeah. like if, if someone then just you, like give me stuff lives from the equation and make it about stuff. If a guy comes in and he shoots someone and then he says, give me stuff, <laughs> then that, that becomes a little gray area. Then maybe it's like, maybe he'll shoot other people and I need to stop that. But if, if he says he'll shoot somebody, if he doesn't get stuff, I don't know. Maybe I'd bait that one out. <laughs> no one makes this funny. Because give me stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you get dropped to the floor. I want stuff. There's stuff. Give me that stuff. Give me stuff. <laughs> <laughs> give me that stuff. Yeah. Get your stuff. <laughs> like, okay, you're half scared, half <sighs> a little bit like, what's happening? I want all your stuff right now. <laughs> yeah. You, what stuff you got? Yeah. <laughs> I got the stuff. Uh, yeah, well, I'm glad we sorted through all those moral dilemmas. Yeah, it was really fun. What are we going to call that? Uh, ownership and moral, ethical and moral ownership. No, no, dilemmas, no. conundrums. The first half was about ownership, and then it was like moral dilemmas, like the finding like money, robbed, kidnapping. Ethics, maybe? Ownership and ethics? How about that? Ownership. Sounds, it sounds fancy. It does sound fancy. There's but, a whole bunch more that like those conundrums. Like, what do you do? What's the proper thing to do? I think I think there are words for those moral yeah. conundrums, like the train track. I think there's a word for it. I wonder what that is. But whatever. It's a thought. It's so a thought experiment. Kind of. It's like a philosophy. Moral exercise. Philosophical thought experiment. It's a philosophy question. You. That's correct. Yeah. I don't remember what it is. It's a conundrum. It has a name, too. There's some philosopher yeah. who named it after him because he came up with it, the train tracks with the five people and switching the track to a single person. Well, whatever the number was, I, I think it's five, it's five and one. one. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's right. It's I, I wish I could remember the name. I used to know it. But. There's so many questions. How many people have to be on that one side in order to justify switching over to one person? Yeah. Is Do it four and does, five? Does it need to be 100 people before you decide to switch the lever? Yeah. Like, fun. It is. It's so uncomfortable that it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> there's a great. Uh, they talk that that show, The Good Place, talks about it for like more than an episode because they focus on it for a while, and it's. I like their attitude back because they basically they produce it because the guy's an angel and he can just like make scenarios and he actually puts people on the tracks, and the whole thing is like surrounded by the philosophy character. His name's Cheaty, and he's 
he basically is indecisive by nature and mm. he's obsessed with philosophy and they're trying to get him. He's like, well, one thing I want to do in life. And I think what would make me a better person is become more decisive. And he goes, okay. And he puts him <laughs> on the chair. <laughs> That's really funny. It's great. He's like, all right, pick which one. He's like, ah! it's, it's a really funny scene. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he puts him on the chair. <laughs> like immediately, it's that's great. And you see it. Ching, 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 ching. See, minus my minus minus. Don't touch. Don't don't intervene. Which I hope I hope that's right. You can cross examine both forever because yeah. if you don't change it, then the moral responsibility is on you yeah. for killing those five people because you didn't change it. Yeah. But it also isn't on you because you know, we could there's yeah, it we literally you can go fun. back and forth. It's very circular. It's very fun as long as it's a whatever you call it, a theory or a thought experiment. It's, it's not real as long as it's just a thought. It's a fun thought. Yeah, I guess there's way. Okay, there's also like yeah. What, the thing I don't like about it is that there's like that sense of there's these five people in the tracks and there there's no chance that they'll move and the one that they won't move. There's also the other complicating factors you of always the add odds or variables. That, the odds that they move would be, let's say the odds that one person would move are less than the five people would move. You know, there's What's, like other. What I think is most fun about that is changing the variables, variables, removing and adding until the point where the decision is split more as 50, 50 as possible. It's, I think as it is, it's about as 50, 50 as you can get. Cause it's like, it's, Either way, it's your choice, and then I don't know. It's it's fun. Action action causes the direct death of a person who wouldn't have died with inaction, and, so and that's what's neutrogen. so interesting. Yes, <laughs> neutrogen. All right. Well, um, actually, oh, there's thirty seven, right. but we'll just focus on the three. It's your show, so end it for all time. Okay. Uh, next time. We should do impressions. We should think of impressions. Cause oh, yeah, yeah. Those make great like, highlights. I've done it like 50 years. Yeah, it's a, they make great highlights. We're so talented at, at, <laughs> at impressions and everything else that we should do it. My talent is being the most humble. More yeah, humble you than you, specifically. Yeah, for sure. You are so humble. <sighs> uh, okay. Third camera over there. All right. Whoop. Well, thank you for listening to... 90 radio station uh i'm i'm reggie um reggie and this is my co-host ben and we are from the band air traffic controllers go check out our new single on itunes and it is this one again back up playing now on itunes back up Beautiful girl. AM, FM, radio control tower. <laughs> Back up, you beautiful girl. <laughs> <laughs> or-